Chris, the dating doc here, and this podcast is dedicated to emotional intelligence. I'm going to go into the four attributes of emotional intelligence and why it's super important, not only for dating, but life overall. Stay tuned. So it goes without saying, I've said this before, if you follow my podcast, my dog strategically, strategically finds a way to start eating as I start one of my segments. But, you know, this is kind of like catching a comet, right? Where you got to jump on the train when you have thoughts and ideas that need to just start flowing. So um, if the background music does not cover up my dog munching on food, um, apologize, but there's also a lesson to be learned from this, which is you just never know with life, right? And the second lesson that um, sometimes you have to pay attention to is that you can find a lot of laughter in what we can consider uh, spilling milk in life, right? Sometimes you might have a car breakdown and you realize you're late to work and then you get a text that a fire alarm has gone off at work and everyone else is just waiting outside. So technically you're not late for work. You're actually closer to the Starbucks that you normally go to. And by the time your car is going, you smooth drive through the Starbucks and make it to work on time. In this case, I'm trying to drop a podcast and my beautiful, funny, loving dog is eating food. So it's all about perspective, right? And just in this little instance, I'm reminded of back in the days when I was super type A, had to have things a certain way, and I thought people were idiots if they didn't understand my way, whether it was a project deadline, whether it was uh, an innovative idea at work. um, I would certainly feel like I'm the know-it-all, and I didn't know Jack. I had no idea that actually I was losing out on building friendships, on building rapport with my teammates. And even though technically, on the technical side of it, I may have been the smartest one. Or on the leadership side, maybe in some dimensions, I was very task-oriented and knew how to keep a team focused. I alienated myself because of that lack of uh, emotional intelligence, which um, is an intelligence. What ends up happening and I see this a lot with, again, type A people, is they lose out on the beauty of life because they're so wrapped up on, hey, I got it going on. I'm focused. Why why doesn't the rest of the world, or at least why doesn't the rest of the team know what's going on? So, um, yes, that's actually what came to mind when I thought of my dog eating food. my dog don't care. My dog's just like, hey, I'm no, I'm in no schedule. I don't have to wear clothes. I eat. I give you unconditional love. And hey, you bought that food for me. So it is for me to eat. Um, maybe a little perspective there. We can, we can apply to life itself. Um, yeah. Can you imagine that? From dog food to project management and anal retendant type A personalities. Sometimes... Accepting the imperfections and mistakes makes us a little bit, quote unquote, perfect.
So yes, I, I decided to do this podcast on emotional intelligence um, because I, I really do think it's super important, not only when it comes to dating relationships, but within yourself first. Um, I've done bits and pieces of this. I've alluded to it, right? I've, I've dropped Easter egg, uh, Easter eggs, sort of like the Marvel movie, right? Little clues that have uh, culminated to doing a bit on uh, emotional intelligence because I, I see a lot of it lacking in the uh, in the dating world uh, when a lot of it's based on match message meet doesn't work off to the uh, races prints and repeat or it does work and no one's actually worked on the emotional intelligence there's more of the dopamine excitement infatuation uh then at once the dopamine burnout has happened and there's nothing there there's no connection then you find excuses to break up and you're back to the races whether it's online or offline dating <clears throat> kind of got quiet there at the end <laughs> so with emotional intelligence you're a little more versatile not only learning about yourself but how to counter yourself so when something happens you are the best version of yourself and those that do not take the risk do not have the courage to go out there and say you know what it's time to dig deep and find out a little bit more of myself and master myself they're going to be stuck this has nothing to do with age it has nothing to do with age unfortunately you would assume that wisdom begets age or there's you know correlation not at all there are people in their 40s 50s 60s on up who do not understand themselves they don't understand the very very predictable reactions they have for things that are said to them or things that they say or news that they read or the kind of relationships they have whether they're romantic or not they're not aware of that so they're in this perpetual cycle like i talked about and um worst yet is the other side of it on the emotional intelligence side is they have no idea how their message is deciphered by the receiving party so some people you know they may be like well i'm just an honest straight shooter and they have no idea why they continue to have problems with their friends family possible relationships but they will stick to their guns and say I'm just a straight shooter and either someone could accept it or not not knowing that we're all fighting our own battles this is where again the duality of um of reciprocated emotional intelligence makes a difference so we're going to talk in this uh, next bit on ways for you to tackle emotional intelligence um in a way where you can manage and take advantage of it in a healthy way uh and how to be an, an ambassador for emotional intelligence now <clears throat> one thing to keep in mind when i do this next bit is that a lot of this is very off the cuff there are books on emotional intelligence um some that i could recommend on my patreon you head out there and i'll have an, a, an exclusive list of books that um you can read on your spare time that have to deal with emotional intelligence. So understand that a lot of this is is commentary it's from it's off the cuff. This is what makes 
the podcast a little more special than other other formats. Um, that way you're not getting the same repeated information. You're getting a little bit more of different side from the dating doc. So without further ado, let's go into ways where you can be more aware of emotional intelligence and how to take advantage of it. So first off, let's quickly explain what emotional intelligence is. Emotional intelligence, um, otherwise known as EQ, right? We all know about um, IQ, but uh, EQ, EQ is emotional quotient. And uh, it's defined by, according to helpguide.org, it's the ability to understand, use, and manage your own emotions in a positive way to relieve stress and communicate effectively. Also, it's important because it's a good way to empathize with others, overcome challenges, and diffuse conflict. Right? Layman terms, emotional intelligence is sort of the mental jujitsu. For those that follow UFC, it is the mental jujitsu to manage yourself as well as the emotions of someone else. It can can really help you because um, I know personally, Emotional intelligence is sometimes a lot more important than technical, technological type of um, intelligence. When you know how to manage people, and I don't mean manage, just giving them a task and making sure they do it on time. When you could truly manage people and find out what motivates them, what makes them tick, um, what inspires them, what is what is the best way they, they communicate and learn. There's some good stuff in that. So um, I have seen it definitely, definitely build stronger relationships at work. Uh, Personal goals, again, super important that you're able to apply emotional intelligence to um, your goal, go getting, go making type of uh, mindset. For example, let's say you want to run your first 5K especially now during COVID, right? A lot of us are getting out of shape. But you realize that if you're happy, you overeat. If you're sad, you overeat. You notice that once you start your favorite show on Netflix, even though you had an original plan to go for a run, nine times out of nine, you stay watching Netflix. So emotional intelligence is a way for you to be like, hey, let me nip that in the butt, right? So that's a good way for you to, to be emotionally in, in, intelligent versus just thinking of, of the path, right? Of thinking like, oh, well, if I do this, then therefore this must happen. It's not as simple as that. Is is what, what are the feelings? What are you avoiding? Um, is there sadness that you hide that before you even register that sadness that needs to be answered? You distract yourself with some sort of vice. That's what emotional intelligence is. Um, It's a great way to turn intent into action and uh, make decisions that matter most to you, which is, again, super important. So uh, I'm going to go into four attributes. I'm going to go into the first two in this bit. So the first thing, first uh, of four emotional intelligent attributes, self-management. Self-management, as in you're able to control impulsive feelings and behaviors. Okay, you manage your emotions in a healthy way. You take initiative. You follow through on commitments and adapt to changing circumstances. 
The last part, adapting to changing, changing circumstances is super important, especially nowadays. We live in an age where they try to take advantage of our emotional intelligence or lack thereof. That is what the news are masters. The media are masters at doing. They want you to either highly agree or highly disagree with them. And the more that they can split an audience, the more they can have a committed audience. So these are people that, again, do not understand the emotional, behavioral manipulation that's going on. There's, um, that, that's a whole other topic there. But again, this, this goes into the, the self-management part of it, um, of adapting to changing circumstances, which segues into the second attribute of self-awareness. Self-awareness. You recognize your own emotions. You see how they affect your thoughts and behavior. You know your strengths and weaknesses, and you have self-confidence. This is why a lot of people lack confidence is because they're not aware of the strengths and weaknesses, but deep down they understand that the weaknesses get the best of them. Whether that's rejection, whether that's being scared to do stand-up comedy, whether that's scared to present, they have not have, have had a handle on how they feel. They understand there's something there, something that makes them feel nervous, something, something that makes them... Uh, produces that fear of rejection or ridicule or embarrassment. They know it's there, but they haven't been able to manage it. And for self-awareness, one way to manage that would be saying, you know what? If I make a mistake, this audience understands that I'm up here and I'm courageous enough to do something they're not doing. If I stutter, if I present the wrong slide during a sales presentation, they understand that I'm human and mistakes happen. And if I'm able to just be authentic and very competent with my discussion or presentation, that's all that matters. And there's a mutual respect there because they understand that they've also made the same mistakes and this person is able to bounce right back. But we don't. We normally think of all the worst things and we stop there. We just think of, oh crap, what if I don't get this job? What if I don't get the sales? Okay. Strive for those values of just being authentic and being relaxed with yourself. Because then guess what? Those kind of uh, attributes will transcend past that presentation, will transcend past that failed first date, will transcend you getting up on stage to do stand-up comedy. So keep that in mind. So now the last two attributes of emotional intelligence is social awareness, which I brought up how you have to be aware of what's happening outside of yourself and how you can be a contributing member of society by being emotionally intelligent, which leads to empathy. You can understand the emotions, needs, and concerns of other people. You pick up on emotional cues you feel comfortable socially, and you recognize the power dynamics in a group or organization. I'll give you an example, right? I, I always start, every time I start a new job, I'm, I'm military, right? So when I'm at a new command, I'm often wondering, 
hmm, who's the boss here? And we, we obviously use ranks. So that's easy. But what I really mean is, who's the competent person here? Who's, who's the go-to? And that could be also the same person who happens to be the friendliest. Or it may not be. And there's power in those that are approachable. But it takes a little bit of time for me to understand that, that, uh, that power dynamic. People have different types of power. Some is implied and some it takes some time to develop and understand. When I first get into a job, I, I normally assume everyone's kind of a click and I'm the outsider. And, and again, that's an emotional response for me being a super shy kid that didn't even speak the language. So that's the way that I feel, right? It's, it's something that I, I work on and continue to work on is that feeling of like, ooh, I'm the outsider and I have to prove myself. Where now, yes, I still have that. Let's say about 25% of, the, of that is still there. But 75% of it is me understanding who the go-to people are, finding out the layout, you know, the lay of the land, as they say. Um, and even those that, quote-unquote, you stay away from. Do I stay away from them because they're toxic people or because I can't depend on them at work? Or because maybe they have some development challenges. And actually, here's an opportunity for me to be emotionally intelligent and be the person that develops them or that helps them grow skills so they can now feel as if they're part of the team. Whereas some other people that are not as emotionally intelligent, they see things as very uh, clean cut. Okay, this person's not as competent. I'm just going to let them fall to the wayside. Wrong answer. So... If I'm able to look at it on the social awareness side and say, hmm, how can I contribute to the team while I still figure out the clicks and who the dependable people are and who's the toxic person, that really helps out. And that's why you got to be emotionally intelligent. Whereas someone who's just technical, um, you know, you, you normally see this and this might be stereotypical, but you normally see this in the... Uh, like programmers, coders, they may not have that emotional intelligence because they feel uncomfortable in crowds and they're not going to know that the person that is preventing their promotion, it all has to do with the fact that the coder programmer has not, has not gone out and, and has sought any kind of development or any kind of feedback on how they're doing. Whereas those that may not be as good programmers or coders, they are doing that. They're understanding the dynamics. They're being team players. And the programmer coder doesn't know any better. And they lose that on those promotions. Uh, the other thing, too, is the concerns of other people uh, that's brought up through social awareness. The more you're able to really look out for people without having to get anything in exchange, without any kind of agenda, you gain power when it comes to work, relationships, dating, et cetera, et cetera. So um, apply that, apply the uh, social awareness part. Now the, the fourth attribute to emotional intelligence is relationship management, which is very relevant to what we do here at The Dating Doc. And this, for example, is knowing that you know how to develop and maintain good relationships. You communicate clearly and early, inspire and influence others, you work well in a team and you manage conflict. And this again goes into the social awareness part, but again, it's more the, the management. 
Now, let's take a pause here so we can review all four attributes and you see how they cascade into each other. The first one, again, was self-management. The second one was self-awareness. Third one was social awareness. And fourth was relationship management. You see the connection there. You see management and awareness. Awareness and management. Number four being relationship management. It's knowing, okay, how can I inspire and influence others? I now understand the lay of the land, but now how can I be part of the land itself? I know that there's some little bit of gaps, little things that need to happen for the team to function better. So why why don't I become part of the solution instead of just be a complainer or be part of the problem? So um, great, great attributes. Look at one of them and pick which one you may be strongest at that you may want to uh, even stretch more and enhance and look at one that you feel is a is a growth challenge, one that you do want to grow, whether it's self-management, self-awareness, social awareness or relationship management. And um, if you're interested, you can always book a session with me and we could talk about emotional intelligence and finding ways for you to better uh, resolve conflicts be more social aware or how to learn more about yourself and control those impulse feelings and behaviors. Now it's important to know why emotional intelligence is important. Um, first, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna affect your performance at school or work. Like I talked about, if you're able to lead and motivate others, or if you're just staying to yourself, doesn't matter if you're an introvert, extrovert, uh, team players will be noticed, uh, especially authentic team players that are not doing it for any kind of uh, brown nosing kind of reason. Uh, they have the advantage compared to someone who doesn't want to engage because of lack of EQ, of emotional, of emotional intelligence. It for sure is gonna affect your physical health, okay? Um, suppress the immune system, increase the risk of heart attacks and strokes, high BP, speed, speeds up the aging process. Um, if you're able to manage stress a lot better through emotional intelligence, and again, that awareness, both social and self-awareness, then you're going to be in better shape. Literally. Mental health. We talked about this. You can feel a lot more lonely and isolated if you have not worked on emotional intelligence. This has a profound effect on dating. Uh, for those that feel lonely and isolated, they're going to feel resentment towards other people landing dates or the fact that they can't. And they may even, some rage and anger may even grow out of that. Um, so it's unhealthy and you, it's, it's important you take care of that. Which leads to relationships. Okay. If you are able to express how you feel, you'll be able to understand how others are feeling more than likely. This allows you to communicate more effectively and forge stronger relationships. And again, this is both at work and in personal life, which includes, yes, dating. Social intelligence, super, super important. I actually enjoy this part. The reason emotional, emotional intelligence is important, it leads to social intelligence. It serves a social purpose. You connect to the people around you and the world around you. Social intelligence enables you to recognize a friend from foe. You measure another, another person's interest in you, which is super important. Reduce stress, which we talked about. And you balance your nervous system through social communication. 
So why not do it? And again, there is nothing to be won by being socially isolated because you have not done your emotional jujitsu, as I as I call it. So yeah, emotional intelligence it is of benefit. It's something that I enjoy working with clients with uh, through.、Um, You know, you have everything from NLP, which is a、uh, neuro language、uh, processing, and also uh, cognitive uh, behavior modification exercises that I do.、Um, so yeah, if those are things that you would like to、um, to work on, and that way you can become an even better dater and overall better human, then、uh, book a session with me. Do not be afraid to do not be afraid to to ask and say, Hey, Chris,、um, this is something that I'm I'm looking at. Uh, working on this is doable. This is where I'm at right now. This is where I need to be at. I can guide. I can guide you in that process, and、uh, it's a process that I enjoy working with my clients. So、uh, don't be afraid. And、uh, hope you liked it. This was more definitely a、um, self improvement type of、uh, podcast, one that will hopefully、um, hopefully、uh, help you out. And、uh, all we can do is grow from it. And quit making the same mistakes. So, without anything else needing to be said, work on your emotional intelligence. Understand its importance, and I'll see you on the next podcast.